TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to episode 399 of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you, and boy, oh boy, this is the penultimate episode, not to episode <laughs> 400, but to the great man, Dr. Damien Christoph's 47th birthday episode, brother from another mother. How are you, DK? Yeah. Forgot about that. Thanks for the reminder, fella. Yeah, you almost great. booked in a guest on your... <laughs> 400th episode slash 47th birthday episode next week. I can't believe you almost did that. <laughs> I did, didn't I? You wow. did. And that'll be the 400th. That's unbelievable. PC, it's great to be here with you. I, uh, I love this. I look forward to it. I had a shocker at the golf course today. I'm going to blame the wind. Yeah, and, you're a bit uh, flat, aren't you? So I am a bit flat, but I'll, I'll perk up. Trav's got an unbelievable shirt on. I love it. I love it a bit. So I reckon that's going to get me going. Um <laughs> And uh, we'll have a great chat. I think it's going to be awesome today. Absolutely. We are thrilled to have, without a doubt, the world's number one bucket list expert, Mr. Trav Bell. He is a self-appointed bucket list-ologist, helping people live their bucket list before it's too late, which is very much in the spirit of 100 Not Out. Trav's unique life engagement message wakes people up, stops Groundhog Day, and engages people to seek more fulfillment. He is the author of the soon-to-be-released book, The My Bucket List Blueprint, a TEDx thought leader, a globally recognized speaker on a mission to help 10 million bucket listers get this hashtag, ticket before you kick it. Trav Bell, a massive 100 Not Out welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Man, stoked to be on. Very, very happy to be on. And uh, yes, I, I, I put the shirt on for exactly the same reasons, mate. So you, you're you're welcome to 47. This is what happens. This is <laughs> you what happens. Uh, when mate, you if I look as good as you at 47, that would be great. You start wearing crap like this to, uh, to, to, to make you feel young again. <laughs> <laughs> Damo, I want you in a Hawaiian shirt next week or a cool casual uh, short sleeve. You've got a couple of them, Damo. You've got a good, yeah. you've got a good wardrobe. Yeah, had I known, I, w- I probably would have done that because I jumped out of my golf gear and uh, and just popped this extra polo. I just had another polo lying around, so I just thought polo on will be right. Um, but had I known we're having you know dress up day, I would have uh, I would have put it on. It would have been fantastic. I was uh, jealous of uh, Trav's mohawk when he presented at the convention centre. He had this Rupa mohawk. I think you said you were forty two at the time. Um, and, no, I, got, uh, I got, got that when I turned forty. I actually got it like on my fortieth birthday. To I, I and I, we're not allowed to swear here, are we? Yeah, you can a little that bit. Was, That's okay. Go for it. That was my fuck you forty haircut. So, <laughs> um, and I literally this got it, mine. and and yeah. so yeah, it um, it just it, because it, it it sort of personifies everything that I've done for the last sort of ten years as the bucket list guy. Is to kind of disrupt. Is to you know what what, what you really appreciate this. I did a gig. Uh, well, it would have been probably three years ago. Like, check this out. It was to the um, ASIC, you know, Australian Investment and Securities Commission. That if you set up a company in Australia, you've got to go register for ASIC. So I went and did a seminar or a, or a keynote presentation to their risk 
management division of ASIC. You're exciting like, this too much, Travis. Possibly the biggest nerds, the biggest box tickers, you know, in Australia. And um, and here I rock up in jeans. I, I dress like this sometimes, uh, jeans, uh, and, uh, and and I got the tats and, and I had the haircut. And I'm like, I felt like a complete duck out of water, but, but that's actually what where I add value is is as where speakers should add value is they offer another perspective they offer you know a, a disruption for that period of time you know so it gets people thinking about their life about their business about whatever the problem is in a different way and as speakers as you know you only get it maybe an hour or forty five minutes maybe half a day to actually do that so you've got to make a bit of an impression. I love it. It's the best. Oh, it, it's, I thought there was going to be more. I was waiting for a bit more. <laughs> I was thinking, and then you met the CEO, and he offered you twenty two hundred fifty thousand for training advice or something like that. And no, happened. No, 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 not at all. No, no. The, the whole the whole idea is to <laughs> is to uh, shake up. people up from their way of thinking to get yeah. them to think in a more creatively, you know, creative way about their about their life and their business, their family. In that case. Yeah, I love it. Well, you're a creative bloke, mate. And um, and before obviously getting into this uh, the bucket list uh, space, you'd founded a um, a chain of fra- and franchised a chain of personal training studios across Australia, um, yeah. and you're responsible for two million PT sessions, which is unbelievable. I, I reckon that'd make you tired. Um, but tell us how you did that uh, before we get stuck in the bucket list. Yeah, so I I, I did uh, I went to Vic Uni and did a phys ed degree over there, human movement degree. I, I was one of the and in my third year uni, I, uh, I <laughs> you'd love this. There was this guy by the name of Tony Hewitt. You may or may not know who Tony Hewitt is. He's a strength and conditioning coach, and he coached a lot of AFL. Or he did a strength and conditioning for a lot of AFL teams at the time, and he was doing this thing called personal training. Um, this is in the early, this is like early nineties, and he was Daryl Summers's personal trainer, and he was getting paid like two hundred bucks an hour. And I'm like, I, I'm a boy, I'm a boy from the coast, and he's training Daryl, and I'm I'm like, <laughs> he was like Daryl was like Bert Newton, you know, yeah. back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> it was just you know a TV god, yeah, and, uh, and so hey hey was still on the air and blah blah blah, and so and and this is pre internet. And I, and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I was a kid swimming teacher during you know for beer money during uni, and I'm like, two hundred bucks an hour. This is pretty cool. What do you do? And and I just I just followed him around. And Tony said, yeah, do this, do this, go to this convention. Da, da, da. So I started personal training in the early like my third year uni, and I started I set up my business, got one client. She referred in everyone in the English speaking language, and then some to my business. I grew it. My record was sixty three one hour mobile personal training sessions around Melbourne in in a week, and I did that for probably God, three years. Then started bringing on more and more team. Uh, got our first personal training uh, per, first personal training uh, uh, studio in Swanstead in Richmond, um, and I believe uh, uh, yeah, just down from SEN. Um, where SEN used to be. I've, I've been out of Melbourne for a while. And then um, founded and franchised a, a chain of personal training studios. We had 22 of them, you know, about 300 personal trainers working under that brand and uh, doing you know, tens of thousands of clients and over 2 million personal training sessions. So that was the first business, yeah. So, so what happened, Trav? Was there an epiphany? Was there a moment that now you're known as the bucket list guy? Did you burn out? Did did something happen? I'd love to know where the where the yeah. bridge came between 
a nationally, you know, successful yeah. PT, you know, training studio to becoming the bucket list guy? Yeah, it's, it, 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 there's always a breakdown before breakthrough, confusion before clarity moment, right? And I grew it into a monster. I'm quite creative and I, and I want to be everyone's mate and that sort of thing. And I became someone that I didn't like after a while and, and lost people contact and, you know, became a lawyer kind of thing and a, an accountant and did all the things that I really wasn't my wheelhouse. And But there was, there was some, you know, kind of cancerous people within our network. There was a lot of egos, as you'd expect. Um, there was, you know, I'd, I'd crap going on in my relationship as well and, and just became this downward spiral and, things, you know, things got on top of me and I, I really started to resent what I'd, what I'd set up. Um, and I had no one to blame but myself. So um, I slipped into a bout of depression um, as a result. And when I look at my depression compared to what I, I've heard since, mine was very mild. But, you know, our own reality is our own – our own perception is our own reality, right? So instead of going on heavy antidepressants, um, which was, you know, as you know, is like a Band-Aid effect for a lot of people and people sleepwalking through their life, I wanted to get to the root cause – of my psychology and so I found myself in personal development courses going to things on weekends walking on fire hugging it out when high-fiving it with strangers <laughs> you cry on my shoulder I'll cry on yours um, learning all about you know NLP most importantly positive psychology all, all this sort of you know if you put a course on back then I would have run to the back of the room and bought the upgrade easy <laughs> but it wasn't but it wasn't it, it wasn't until a mate of mine in one of these in one of these um, uh, courses that right sort of at the end, and I really did work through some stuff. But it wasn't until a friend of mine said, "Hey, Trav, why don't you teach this shit?" <laughs> you know, and that's literally what he said, <laughs> and and that actually helped me compartmentalize what I was going through. Right, I'm here. I'm spending all this money and all this time to go teach because I love teaching. I'm an educator, kind of by trade, and I I love helping people, and that's one of my highest values. Right. But I'm not happy just helping a handful of people. You know, even as a speaker, one to many from the stage, I want to actually, you know, help a lot of people. And that's why I did the personal training in the way that I did. And um, so I put on a talk. At, at, it was actually at the Footscray Bulldogs rooms over in Footscray because I lived in Seddon at the time over near Yarraville. And I, I nearly had to pay the 40 people to rock up and I put I packaged in all the shit that I knew and all the stuff that I've been learning into a talk. It was shocking compared to what I do now, but um, <laughs> I was nervous as hell. And But it, for me at the time, it was also the big domino that I felt that I had to push over that affected a lot of areas of my life. So I put it on about halfway through. I started sharing my list to do before I died. Always had one. I'd always had one actually written down since I was eighteen. Now this is ten years ago that I did this seminar. A lot of people who were close to me, mates, real like um, uh, didn't know this that I had one of these little lists to do before I die. Um, so I uh, started sharing it, and I said, "Who who else has got one of these lists to do before you die?" Actually, written down. I realised really quickly I was the only freak in the room. So I. I um, said, what the hell do you, why are you earning money? Why are you, why are you building your business? Why are you excelling in your career? What, you know, and quite often we get pay off the house, put the kids through school, do a bit of travel when I'm older. Yeah, I'm probably sicker. That's it. (laughs) Fuck. You know, like, um, so that's it. That's your goals. And, And most people don't even write their goals down, right? So if you, and, and, 
fun fact that if you actually write your goals down, you've got a 42% more likelihood of them actually manifesting. So you might as well write them down, let alone a bucket list. So I started sharing all the all the shit that I've done, all the shit that I want to do, and what gave me a real sense of hurry up and, and get out of bed in the morning and make decisions and go for it. This has always been my true north that I recalibrated. So, um, and at the end of it, it inspired some people. At the end of it, Joe, one of the clients in the room said, um, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. I went, light bulb moment, went home and registered thebucketlistguide.com. Better yet, I was on the Google machine and I'm like, who's like the Mac Daddy? Who's like the king of bucket? Who's like the expert in the world? Oh, look, no one. Fuck it. I'm going to call myself the world's number one bucket list expert. And I did that. <laughs> and here we are. That's so great. That's so great. Oh, no I one else is doing it. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's great. Well done. Self-appointed. And uh, it's, yeah. you know, it's definitely it's it's worthwhile. The bucket list thing is very interesting. We've got a hot and you know, in your TED talk back in 2016, you uh, quoted some ages that men would die at around 77, women would die at 83. I think yeah. men are closing that gap. In fact, just the other day, I think men made it to 80 now, uh, which is really good. Um, our audience, uh, they're gunning for 100. So I take solace in that because I'm gunning for 100. So I haven't yet made it halfway, which is uh, which is great. Um, and and I, when I when I look at my little squares, I've still got you know fifty three left. Um, if that's what I'm going to get to, which is which is really good. From a bucket list perspective, um, I hear a lot of people go, "Oh, I'm going to put that on the bucket list." Oh, that's a bucket list thing to do, but yeah. they don't actually have anything written. Like they might just pay lip service to it. You know, just go, "Oh, that's a bucket list thing. That's a bucket list 100%. thing." But what what's the, the uh, for me? There's no benefit in just saying it. Like, sh- should you write it down? Oh, 100%, because here's, here's the deal, right? And uh, the bucket list has actually got a negative connotation, you know, like because you look at the bucket list movie, Jack Nicholson, Morgan Freeman, the movie's shit. I love the movie. <laughs> I know. I'll I'm cry. Place my fucking career on it. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's because it's about two blokes that get given a use-by date and then they go write a bucket list. Mm-hmm. It's like, dickhead. Go and do this shit before you get given the use-by date, right? That's my whole – that's why I exist, is to help wake people up before they get given the use-by date. You know, at the end of the day, we don't know how much time we've got left. The problem is that we're so busy on our to-do lists that we forget about our bucket list until it's too late. Mm. It's funny. When people get given a cancer diagnosis, and I call it out, I'm not a motivational speaker, I just talk about – like reality here, but when people get given a cancer diagnosis, suddenly they've got all the time in the world and they've got the resources to make that stuff happen. It's like, dickhead, too late. Mm-hmm. So what we've got to do is a consciousness exercise of actually separating our daily to-do list from our bucket list. We are so busy being busy. It's like this weird badge of honour that we use on a day-to-day basis. Humble brain. When you've got, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm busy as a one-armed drummer. What are you what are you bragging or complaining? Like it's it's you know it, it's it's stupid. Because but all we have to do is separate, you know, actually write stuff down on a bucket list. You know, separate it from our daily to do list, and uh, and start taking action on it. Because you know one of the things that I'm quoted for quite a bit is a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. 
So this really brings home that work-to-live principle. It's not about work-life balance or anything like that. It's not even about a bucket list. It's about how a person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come to fruition. And, and it's the growth of them on that journey towards these self-imposed destinations. But more importantly, and this is one I want your, your crew to get excited about, this bucket list concept is about the person that exists on the other side, the person that you do not know yet. And that's what I want to get, you know, inspire people to get curious about what they can really do before their time is up. You know, the bigger version of them. That's the, that's called our potential. And, you know, when people experience more of their own potential, it puts a smile on their face, it makes them happier. That's the meaning of life, right? And so, un- by the way, underlying all this bucket list stuff that I've talked about for the last 10 years, it's all based on positive psychology. It's, you know, positive psychology, if you don't know already, is the science of happiness, the psychology of happiness, you know, and, and helping people experience more meaning, fulfillment and purpose and gratitude before their time is up. All right. So don't wait until it's too late. Write this shit down. This is, this is what I love. Uh, you've spoken about the to-do list and, you know, I'm someone, I've got my, I've got my to-do list, you know, right here for the day. But I think what you're saying, oh, Trevor, this it. is... Same. Yeah, it's really important is that the to-do list has to be a really bite-sized piece of the bucket list. So for you, and we'll talk about your acronym, the My Bucket List, in a moment. Yep. But, you know, if, if on your bucket list you want to meet Michelle Obama or you want to meet Oprah or, in your case, you know, uh, Tim Ferriss or Branson, what's on the to-do list that actually helps you? Is it Are you emailing Ferriss? Are you sending okay, them a so, message? You, yeah. Yeah, you're stalking him. Um, so, so <laughs> no, what you've... <laughs> What you've got, you've got two types of goals, right? You've got two types of goals. One is one one type of goal is called called an achievement goal, and another type of goal is called a habit goal. All right, an achievement goal, and you'll love this. An achievement goal is where you can get to the end and you go tick it before you kick it. You That's you know, and I've done that. I've climbed the mountain. I've done the marathon. I've done the skydive, and uh, that's what we give to all of our people around the world: tick it before you kick it. And so that's like done. That's the bucket list. That is an end achievement goal. But a habit goal is drinking four liters of water today, you know, per day, exercising every day. And those habit goals can lead to an achievement goal. You know what I mean? Just writing stuff down on your daily on your daily to do list can contribute towards your bucket list. Um, but essentially, you'd be surprised. We run we run programs all around the world. You'd be surprised. If you just concentrate your energy, this this whole bucket list thing seems like a big esoteric kind of goal set exercise. But if you really boil it down, and you say, okay, well, I want to run a you know I want to run a marathon. That's on my bucket list, dude. What's the first thing you've got to do? You just enter it. Like it's not that unachievable. You just enter the fucking thing, and 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 you know like like so so. But but you need that concentration of energy and attention and i dare say some internal you know internal motivation external motivation concentrate pressure on that goal and it's amazing how people you know really adapt it's not a matter of resources it's a matter of resourcefulness if a bucket list item like any goal has got a big why attached to it they say your why is going to make you cry but if it's got a you know a big why the how will work itself out it's as simple as that I like it. Yeah, I love it, Trav. 
So good. Um, Trav, there's an acronym for my bucket list. Um, obviously, if you say that word slow enough, you'll spell out the letters. Um, but you reckon we can go through that and just you know, help people um, think about what sort of things could be in their bucket list? I don't think many people would be stuck with that, but I think it's such a great acronym. You've done a great job with that one. Well done. Yeah, I, I, and I created it uh, to create it to help people go north, south, east, west in their own brain and help them extract and articulate a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list because most people's lists are all about travel, mm. which which um, which we do. We, we it requires a lot of time and money, right? And doesn't happen until later on. So so travel bucket lists are essentially a delayed gratification exercise. I'll be happy when syndrome. I'm waiting for the perfect time or some day to come around, which ain't a day of the week. I want people to be happier now because the rate of depression is going through the roof. The rate of anxiety is going through the roof. The overprescription of antidepressants is going through the roof. Um, suicides, youth suicides, even worse with COVID. And more importantly, and I was about to do a talk before COVID to RMIT, to 800 people at RMIT before this broke, on a thing called the loneliness epidemic. It's a real thing. Google it. The loneliness epidemic. It's the adverse effect of social media. So the mental health of the planet is in such a bad way. Mm. we We don't even know. It's in such a bad way, right? So this acronym helps people be happier now, you know, mm. helps instant happiness. And, and I'd rather them get instantly happy. I'd rather them use these positive psychology principles to get happier now rather than going on antidepressants. Mm. So you've got three. So, so real straight up, we've got three lists, right? We've got our future bucket list, which is I'll get into the acronym in a second. We've got a reverse bucket list, which is all the shit you've done in your life up until this point, all right? And that's a really big gratitude exercise. And you've also got a third list. So we've got the future list, the reverse bucket list, and also the third list, and that's your fuck it list. <laughs> your fuck it list, your fuck it list. So when I go out and speak, I didn't do it on the TED Talk, but normally when I go out and do a keynote, it's like a like I've got this you know, video clip and it's like a Red Bull commercial, you know, like surfing waves and doing this and all extreme stuff and jumping off things and, and uh, to my favourite song, it's a bit extreme and, here I am in different parts of the world. And I know that, you know, people in the audience to, you know, imagine a bunch of accountants at a business breakfast just going, fuck all that. You know, I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm like, guys, you don't have to, it's not a comparing mine against yours and mine's bigger than yours. I know that half of you don't want to do that shit and that's fine. But the bucket list blueprint allows a person to be very individual. So let's go. My bucket list. So M stands for meet a personal hero. Who do you want to meet before your time is up? Y stands for, and that could be an author, sports star, you know, meeting Tim Ferriss. I actually had lunch with Tim Ferriss in the Crown Casino, meeting Sir Richard Branson, um, and I'm sure I was on his bucket list as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not even um, think that box. Like yeah, good. done. Yeah. Hey, Trav. <laughs> Just off, Rich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leave me uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the bucket is oh sorry the why is your proud achievements you know when we get to 100 what do we want to look back on the timeline of our life and be really proud of doing the TED talk was one for me in front of 2,000 people that Jeff shed there and I ticked that off if you've seen that it's called Life's Too Short by Trav Bell ticked that off in front of 10 um, 2,000 people um, and it was uh, if you look at it at about about four minutes through Damien, I'm starting to just go, you know. You got to like, be dry. <laughs> oh, mate, I was so nervous. 
And uh, and me, I run around like an idiot on stage normally. And uh, you've got to be on a three by three red dot. Yeah, and, uh, I noticed. Four, I noticed. Like four yeah, you, on it's, me. it's like it being caged for you. I, yeah. I watch you around. Yep, worst thing ever. Worst yeah. thing ever. Cage <laughs> mate. So, um, but but become you know what's a your proud achievements? You know, um, I literally run it run a, um, a a program this morning, and someone achieved something on their bucket list that fit, fitted into this category, and that is to be debt free. Yep. Designing and building your own house, getting a certain level, you know, winning a community award, getting another level of education. Mm-hmm. B, buy that special something, whether that be for yourself or for someone else. And this brings in the reward system that us entrepreneurs especially don't do very well. So we've had a lot of people buy buy things for themselves and for others. And, uh, and that might be seen as selfish, but this is also a self-leadership um, exercise um, and it and it's it really does show the example to your kids as well. Uh, buy that special something. That's the only materialistic part. U stands for ultimate challenges. What are some physical, mental, intellectual challenges that you can set for yourself? So one of the big ones for me, I entered, I entered the Melbourne Ironman triathlon, um, not even owning a bike, and was the first actual triathlon I, I grew up as a swimmer so that was all covered but i didn't even own a bike and i entered the melbourne ironman so when the why is strong enough because that was the second thing i ever wrote on my on my to do before i die list so i entered did all right um lost six and a half kilograms during it wow. <laughs> <laughs> and i thought my i jumped Finished straight on the IV. I just absolutely in the massive hurt locker. But um, but at the wow. end of the day, ultimate challenges. Kokoda was another one, and a lot of people have done that. And here we are on Remembrance Day, um, and uh, you know that was awesome. But you know I'm doing one at the moment, and these are just examples, not to go oh look how good I am or anything like that, but just as an inspiration. Reading 52 books in a year is one that I'm doing right now. Mm, and yeah, yeah, the books have become like getting smaller and smaller as the year goes on. I'm looking at you. So, four agreements. I, I, yeah. I never thought, never thought that Mr. Tickle could be so good. Hey, oh mate, Mr. Mint books, oh, Mr. Mint books. They're just like I started off with fucking War and Peace, and, uh, <laughs> and I start, I finished it off with Mr. Tickle. Um, <laughs> challenge, you know, challenge done, guys. Well done. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, oh, challenges. C, conquer a fear. On the other side of your bucket list is a you that you don't know yet. So this is, you know, everyone overcoming the different fears. A lot of it is public speaking. A lot of people have got public speaking. They'd rather be in the box than give the eulogy, as the joke goes. Um, you were a nude model. Go on, tell everyone yeah. your your conquer your fear conquering mission was nude model. <laughs> so yeah, I grew up as a swimmer, so I'm all comfy in speedos in the smugglers. But um, it it, it uh, but yeah, quick quick fun fact. Um, I was dared to uh, to be a life drawing. We don't say nude model in the game, Marcus. That's really <laughs> um, you know us. Uh, we don't we don't say nude model, mate. You know, it's so amateur of it. Um, we say life drawing, uh, life drawing someone. <laughs> anyway, fuck it. Um, yes, I was dared to be a life drawing model 
uh, for an art class um, uh, in my local area. Uh, now, so so some tips, and I did it, and it was it was crazy. Um, they they even paid me fifty bucks, so I felt like an absolute like a cheap whore after after this. <laughs> well, you know, you got paid to do one of your bucket lists. That's um, you've nailed it. Like, no, how good? No. Is that? Didn't claim on tax. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, so, so the point being is is if you and I know you're writing this down, guys, uh, be a nude model for an art class. Um, <laughs> I literally did. I put it down. Question is, oh mate, it, it's full on. So you 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 derobe, um, you derobe, and I had you know ten, twelve easels in front of me with people behind them, and uh, this. And you derobe, and you you just like yep, you got you got your tackle out, and you and, and you're standing there, super awkward. Um, number one tip, number one, um, uh, Marcus is is do it in summer. Uh, uh, don't do it in winter. Yes, Hello, right. <laughs> they actually had heaters in the room. Thank you. Yeah, good. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, grab the heater. Off I think the, I'm blushing. I'm in my office, fully clothed, and I'm still blushing. Uh, two, don't do it. Don't do it in. Don't do it in the um, in the art studio that's next to the coffee shop where you get coffee every single morning. <laughs> don't do that. Where the where the <laughs> true story cannot lie. Where the where the gay barista <laughs> who serves you coffee every morning just so happens loves art too. Just so happens. Uh, and let's just say from there on, I get a little bit more, little bit more sugar in my coffee, if you know what I mean. Uh, every morning, number three, number three is is uh, I, I do not lie. Uh, number three is make sure you're the only person doing it on the night. Oh, fun no fact. Fun fact. No, I'm I'm five minutes into my thing thinking I've got the crowd here, they're all in art mode, I'm, I'm cool, I'm a little bit more relaxed. In comes a chick, younger and hotter, <laughs> right? I'm thinking she's going to, damn it, I'm thinking she's going to get behind an easel, I'm cool with that. No, nah, strips off, take, oh. it, it comes and stands right fucking next to me. Oh, no. She would. And I'm like, I'm... I, oh, Trav, far out. No I can feel no it. No shit. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm sweating just thinking about it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah so, Me too. I've got sweaty palms. Oh, There's no right. way I can hit a golf stick right now. Try being me. Trav, I'm feeling for you. No, check this out. So I'm, I'm like, I'm going, don't fucking look, don't look, don't look. So, you know, that brain, the other brain took over. Oh, fuck. Now you're in trouble. And now I'm in trouble. All right. So I've had to literally channel all the psychology shit that I've learned over the years, the positive, the NLP stuff, and and just channel it all to just say, say, talk it down, if you know what I mean. It was the. Yeah. And so number four would be the fourth rule would be to make sure that your schedule is clear the next day. Because obviously that would have worked well for you, I reckon, Trav. Like no problems. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very, a uh, very focused oh. life drawing model. Oh dear. Uh, right, oh, dear. So anyway, C. Oh, don't that's... put it on. C. Conquer a fear. Um, and hey. Hey, kind acts for others. So yeah. 
kind acts where you can do uh, for other people. E, express yourself. This is the creative side of you. So we've had people, you know, uh, write books, write songs, um, write pieces of music, um, uh, children's books. Um, even even a guy wrote a gangster rap song. Um, you know, we've got people have launched blogs, video, you know, YouTube channels, et cetera, et cetera, as an expression of themselves. Express yourself. I had five ladies in an insurance company go and do crocheting classes together. That's the spirit. No judgment. It's really cool. So yeah. E, what are we up to? E, T? T. T, take lessons. Take lessons. What are some skills you want to learn before your time is up? Yeah. Um, language, guitar, musical instrument, whatever it is. I learnt fly fishing as one of mine things. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like I was always wondering what the hell they're doing. with You know, so I, I learnt it. Um, Did you catch a fish? No. 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 At least point. you can do it in a park. I, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> L, leave a legacy. I so going into what, you know, 100 not out, so leave a legacy. How do you want to be remembered after you're gone? You know, one year, five years, 50 years after you're gone. What sort of real impression do you want to make before, you're, uh, before your time is up? And that gets people thinking in such a cool way. And then the, ad, you know, polar opposites is I, and I stands for idiotic stuff. My favourite one. All, yeah. yeah. That looks like fun. Favorite. I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to change your acronym to, like, get right to the top with that one. So I might do it the reverse. Oh, you're going to go still tech. Speak to my lawyers about that. I, idiotic stuff, because here's the thing. When we, um, you know, I say, I say people are dying at 40 and being buried at 80. Mm. Mm. You know, do, you guys know this. Is is There's so many people just on Groundhog Day walking, you know, just sleepwalking through their life. They get the mortgage. They get the one, you know, 2.3 kids, and and they're just a statistic. 70% of people like that. Mm. You know, it's full on. And, and you know, I don't have to tell you guys this, but, you know, it's it's not until – and that's why we have midlife crisis. I'd like to give – offer this as a midlife awakening for you, for your viewers and your listeners. And um, and honestly, stop being so serious. Like life's about – this whole thing's meant to be fun, right? Mm. So this – I know there's an, I know there's a 21-year-old backpacker still in you, even at 47. You know, and and you got to you got to have fun, and and it's funny how that's just because I had gluten last night, mate. That's uh, that's <laughs> it's not tw- yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, and is the point is people people do need to recalibrate on on how much fun, how much adventure they're having in their life. All right. So yours was yours was smoke a Cuban cigar in Cuba, which you yes. did. Um, what what are some Four of the times. good ones? Like what are some Four of the times. others? I'm a four times hospitalized asthmatic. That's the dumbest thing ever. I felt like shit uh, for two days afterwards. But I was in Cuba. I tried to look cool. Um, and uh, but but you've got you know people. I ran a program this morning and people do some really cool stuff. Oh, uh, someone's going to. This is literally all the actions that people people took in a program that I ran this morning. We did I. So. Um, uh, someone's going to the Highland Games with her with their friend. You know the Highland Games, the caber tossing. Yeah. In, uh, Jen, uh, uh, oh, someone did their first TikTok dance. She's quite young. Um, a lot of people go to Comic Con dressed as their favourite character. Um, 
yeah, there's a whole bunch of fun stuff that people do. The, you know, there's no judgment. Here's the thing. It's so individual. Sure, it's not it about comparing mine against yeah. yours. Yeah. S, satisfy curiosity. This, this is the category that gets a little freaky. What mm. do you want to taste, touch, smell, experience, feel before your time is up? Mm. I had, I had uh, four ladies uh, in a company in Mexico City. Um, I think it was another insurance company. Um, that one of one of our coaches uh, led, and they'd never smoked pot before. No middle-aged ladies, and they never smoked pot. Before. They literally organised. Um, they got a they got a, a dealer, I guess, and uh, and they went <laughs> next door neighbour because there. they yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, the guy at the milk bar blow, yeah. blow up on the road. <laughs> That's pretty um, easy over there. <laughs> Pretty easy, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> Damien knows. I've heard. I've heard. I watched watch Netflix as well. Like, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's yeah. all real. It's all real. I know. Um, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, this is this is what opens people up to being really curious about their life, and it's a really exciting category. This one, and you know, it's the weird foods and the experiences that you want to have around the world, and. Um, and and even even locally, and this this falls into the next category, which is T, which is travel adventures, you know, which cost a lot of time, a lot of money, and stuff. But le- recently, and what I said on SEN was, you know, this is um, lately we've seen people be a tourist in their own hometown first, you know, and people are enjoying Victoria, enjoying Australia. While we can't fly, and mm. and so if if bucket lists were all about travel, we'd be screwed, you know. But people have taken up, you know, online courses and and launched, you know, podcasts and done blogs for the first time and failed forward into technology, and I think it's been a really innovative and exciting time where people have just adapted and 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 honestly recalibrated, taken a big deep breath in and recalibrated on their happiness, you know, and the whole work-life blend is what I call it. The work-life blend or that definition of this new normal is 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 changed forever. Yeah. So hopefully it's changed uh, to the advantage of each person and they're going to live happier lives. Yep, 100%. I am looking forward to the year 2050 when we can travel internationally again, though. I've got... We've got Icaria and Sardinia to get to, and I think by year 2070 they're going to open up parts of America again, and by 2100 we might have international travel back on full steam yeah. ahead. It's, yeah, uh, America looking look at me speak at, speak at their gigs next year, and I'm like, oh, you're dreaming. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got M for meat, Y for your proud achievements, B for buy that special something, U for ultimate challenges, C for conquer a fear like nude modelling, K for kind acts for others, E for express yourself, T for take lessons, L for leave a legacy, I for idiotic stuff, also known as fun if that word doesn't sit with you, S for satisfy curiosity, T for travel adventures, Trav Bell, uh, we normally go for 20 minutes. You have given us uh, double the fun in one episode of 100 Not Out. We cannot thank you enough uh, for sharing your wisdom and your insights with us on 100 Not Out today. Mate, I look forward to the selfies. I look forward to the uh, video, the GoPro footage that you're going to be providing me and the listeners and the watchers and Facebook at large 
on all of your social media channels, in fact, of your life drawing experience. <laughs> well, the thing is, up here in Byron Bay, Trav, it's kind of par for the course. It's actually you not just hard. Every day, he just goes Just go to the beach. Yeah, You see half your neighbours there with nothing on. Um, he sees his Brewster every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got to have a beard. You gotta have a beard. <laughs> now, for all of our listeners and viewers, Trav, I want to give you a bit of live feedback. Uh, Loz Michelle, she's seen your wonderful uh, uh, TEDx Melbourne talk, and she said, I have a bucket list after your TED talk. So that's just from one of our loyal uh, viewers and listeners. Um, so she's one of the 150,000 odd that have seen that TED Talk on YouTube. If you haven't, this has been a very small pricey, but make sure you go and watch that. Um, more importantly, go to thebucketlistguy.com. You'll soon be able to uh, order Trav's upcoming book as well, the My Bucket List Blueprint. Uh, Trav's on the socials, Instagram, Facebook. He's Insta-famous, but more than uh, anything, he is. <laughs> you are, mate. I saw you lifting some heavy weights the other day. It's like, wow. This that, is they weren't real. that heavy. They weren't that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, Trav, we've absolutely loved this conversation. And as we like to wish every single one of our guests, Trav Bell, may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life. 100%. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Damo, thank you as always for your wisdom. Great man. Thank you, PC. Great get. Great get. Well done. Trav's, uh, Trav is entertainment. Entertainment. Well, I, I for, those give... of you, for those people who are listening, right? And you didn't get a chance to see Trav's shirt. You've got to actually somehow log on to Facebook, jump on a facey, get a, get a, a bit of the shirt, and uh, and it's good. It's a uh, it's a goodie. I like it. Well, the thing about Trav is he carries it well. Because let's be honest, he's got a good rig. He can do what he likes. Forty seven yeah. in that Nick Trav. You should be very impressed. Um, <laughs> that'll be. Try, I, I've got try, paint, try painting it. <laughs> all right better love you and leave you folks because we'll keep on cracking on here uh for more about damo head over to damienchristoff.com myself marcuspeers.com.au and until next time continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life bye for now this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.